Thanks for tuning in to Upward Way Podcast. If you're looking to be spiritually blessed, moved, and inspired, there is no doubt you are in the right place. On our show, guests recount their encounter with Christ and how their lives have been transformed through the grace and love of God. And now, please welcome our host. Hello and welcome to Upward Way. I am your host, Marlon Walters. My guest today is the Youth Ministries Director of the Tokyo Central International Seventh-day Adventist Church. Mayu Takeda, welcome to Upward Way. Thank you very much for having me. It's such a big privilege. And it's also my joy to have you. You are the first youth I'm interviewing, and so I'm really excited, and I'm sure the listeners are looking forward to hearing your story just the same. So I'll start with this question, Mayu. I want you to tell me your faith journey, that is, how it is that you first came to being a Christian. I was born into a family where my mother is a Christian and my father is a non-Christian. My father had no particular interest in religion, good or bad, so he never said anything about my mother's going to church. So, my mother took me to church every week since I was born. Until junior high school, I went to a regular lo- local school. When it came time to decide where to go to high school, my mother told me to go to Adventist school, which is Saniku. But I really didn't want to go there, so I disobeyed her and ended up going to a high school in Tokyo. However, as soon as I entered the high school, I had a problem with the senior student at the school because of the school rules. It was really a trivial matter, but I told them that it was unfair that the senior students were allowed to wear short skirts (laughs) while we, new students, were required to wear skirts below the knee length. It's embarrassing now to think that I bothered to complain about such a small thing. Well, I told them why do different grades have different school rules when we go to the same school. And if we wore longer skirts, then the older students should also wear longer skirts. And I argued with the teacher and the senior students. The teacher later called me to into a private room and told me to be patient because the parents of the senior students were often over-demanding parents and couldn't say anything. So at that time, I was not the type of person who could just say, yes, I understand. So I kept saying that it was unfair to be so strict on us and so lenient on seniors. And what was the point of the school rules? I told them, and the argument between me and the seniors intensified. It wasn't just about skirts, but third-year students were allowed to work part-time while we were not. Because of the many things I said to the senior students, they harassed me, they bullied me, but I just continued to go to school for the time being. After a few days, my mother and I were summoned to the principal's office. 
and I was suspended from school. I told them that I had been harassed by the seniors and why am I the only one who gets suspended? But the teacher said, if we suspend them, we don't know what their parents will do to us. And if you wanted to spend your school life in peace, you should keep quiet and follow our instructions. So, I didn't want to go to such a school anymore. So, I told the teacher that I wanted to leave. The teacher asked me why and he told me that I could go back to school after my suspension was over. So, he told me I should try my best without quitting. But I was still determined to quit school, so I didn't go to school even after my suspension was over. That's when my mother told me to transfer to Saniku. I didn't like it at first, but I knew that I had to graduate from high school, so I decided to transfer to Saniku. I wanted to quit school as soon as possible. But the school did not make it easy for me to transfer to another school. But I prayed with my mother and told the teachers at Saiku about my situation and they accepted me. Although I was confused by the different environment, I was surrounded by nature and felt God's love every day. I still remember it very well. I was shocked by the prayers that were always said before class and the environment where my classmates prayed as a matter of course. I loved the environment where God's words were the main part of our lives. I continued to go to Saniku and I was baptized at Saniku High School. Looking back on it now, I'm sure and I can say that it was God's guidance. Very, very interesting story thus far. I just want to go back a little. So you mentioned that from your child, your mom took you to, to church. What was it like for you as a child going to church? To be honest, as a child, I went to church more to see my friends than to worship God. I didn't really understand what it meant to go to church and to worship. However, in the afternoon, there was a children's program called A-Kids, where we sang together and learned about Jesus, which was really fun. There was never a dull moment at the church because there were many programs for the children. I'll never forget how we practiced singing together, especially for the special music. It was a lot of fun, and I remember that the adults taught us about the Bible, and it was fun too. The church was like a second home, and still, the church is my second home. What would you say is your, let's say, your most fun memory of church as a child? Actually, every week afternoon, um, we practiced for special music. So that time I really enjoyed because I really like to sing. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know that you were a big singer. I know that you are very skillful at playing. So 
did your interest in piano start at church or it was before? Actually, at church, um, because there was an elder really good at playing the piano, Elder Cedric. Yes, he was really good at playing the piano and I really admired him. Yeah, because he was so skillful and he always played the piano at church. It's wonderful that you had an elder who was able to influence you along your musical journey. In terms of reading, what book or books or maybe what song or songs or even what Bible verse have you read that would have had maybe the greatest impact on your faith journey? Um, my favorite Bible verse is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I don't think anything in the world except for Jesus stays the same. Our personality, emotions, appearance, nature, cities, and everything else can change for the better or for the worse. But when I read the scripture, I was overwhelmed by the fact that Jesus is the same from beginning to end and the perfection and holiness of God that is impeccable from beginning to end. Since we humans are imperfect, we need to change and transform in order to have the character like Jesus by God's grace. And even if we have a relationship with Jesus now, we don't even know if we will have the same passionate faith in our hearts the next day. But Jesus is the same. His love for us does not grow or shrink, but is perfect from beginning to end. Just as the words of the Bible do not change, God is the word and he does not change. Reading this scripture gave me renewed confidence that the promises God has made us and the hope of his second coming to this earth will be fulfilled. I was reminded of how much I can trust him and what is written in the Bible. The unchanging greatness of Jesus is amazing and something that no human can ever do. I am so thankful that he is my creator and savior. That is pretty awesome. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And as you've just said, it's not God who needs to change, but we are the ones who really need to change. I love that text, and that should be my new favorite. Now, if it's not too personal, was there ever a moment in your spiritual journey that you believe you experienced maybe the greatest doubt in or maybe the greatest distance from God? Well, unfortunately, I have never doubted the existence of God in my life. However, there have been countless times when I have walked away from God because of my own worldly desires. The one of the worst times I was separated from God was just after I graduated from high school. I was going to go to university in the Philippines instead of going to university here in Japan. So I was hanging out every day with my friends until I left for the Philippines. I drank alcohol even though I was underage, went to karaoke with my friends and came home in the morning 
and fought with my parents every day and ran away from home and even tried to commit suicide. I think it was the darkest time of my life. And even though I was living like this, I still went to church, but I would either go to church in the afternoon or go home right away. I did not spend the Sabbath as a holy day. I cannot tell you how many times I made my mother cry and my father collapsed under the stress, of course, because of me and our family became a mess, the opposite of unity. In the midst of all this, that they came to go to the Philippines and I went. In the end, I only went to school for half a year and then quit and went back to Japan to study at the Japanese university. I didn't go out as much as I did before I went to the Philippines. I didn't know why, but I began to think that it was better to stay at home and spend time with my family than to go out. And gradually, I started to spend more time with God and started to participate in programs at church. I began to take a relationship with God more seriously than I had ever done before. I remember my mother used to crying and praying for me in her room. She was always praying for me. So I was so grateful to my mother for loving me, even though I was like this. And of course, I was so thankful and appreciate God for never giving up on me and loving me even more than she did. I can put into words how wonderful God is, and I really hope and want to continue to worship only Him and glorify His name. So, yes, this is the greatest distance from God. You know, as I listened to you sharing that part of your journey, my mind was just blown away. And, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, what do I ask you? But you have answered the question I had in mind to say, you know, what was it that allowed you to pull through? And you said it was your mother's praying. You know, there are some parents who, when they're children, they give problems. They spend a lot of time crying or quarreling, but your mom prayed. So how important would you say is prayer? in the life of a Christian? I think because when we are in travel, we pray because we want God to intervene. We want Him to give us a solution or an answer to our problem. Being His children does not exempt us from trials in life, but through prayer, we can invite God to help us deal with them because we cannot do anything without Him. So he is the only one who can save us from trouble. Uh, a question that might seem strange to many persons, but isn't it difficult being a Christian many times, especially here in Japan? Um, so ever since I was a child, um, I envied my friends around me who could participate in school events such as sports meets on Saturdays when they coincided with the Sabbath. 
I remember always complaining to my mother why I was the only one who could not participate. And also, I used to bring my own lunch because school lunches often contain pork, shellfish, and others. So my classmates would stare at me and ask me if I was allergic. Whenever I was asked if I was allergic to something, I would reply that it was for religious reasons and everyone would wonder why. But that didn't mean that I was discriminated against or bullied at all. Everyone was very understanding and I took my friends to church if they were interested. So my Christian life was never made difficult by the environment around me. But there were many times when my worldly desires made things difficult for me. I think that because I didn't know God well and didn't love Him, and I couldn't sincerely think of keeping His commandments or following what He said. So... I shared about God to my friends and went to the church every Saturday, but I wasn't able to give my everything to Jesus. So I'm still praying daily to be able to surrender all to Him and to have more time with Jesus. Very honest answer indeed that we'll spend time. And guess what? You're not the only person who struggles, you know, with surrendering fully to Jesus, but it's a prayer that I'm sure God will answer. As we talk about surrendering and trusting God, why do you think some people find it so difficult to trust God's plan for their lives? And why do they even walk away from the faith? I think that people tend to only see what is right in front of them right now. When we are faced with a difficult situation or problem, we want an answer right away, like me. There are promises and hopes that God has given us, but I think we are so focused on what is right in front of us right now that we cannot really think about what comes after that. That is why we need to pray and leave our worries to God. But instead, some people give up. God is patient and knows all things. I think that if we don't know God personally well enough to know how faithful He is, we will not be able to trust His plans. Also, I believe that if we spend time with Jesus on a regular basis, we will experience God's faithfulness and wonderfulness by immersing ourselves in His Word on a daily basis, which will lead to trust. I love that if we spend more time in God's words, then it will cause us to want and to learn to trust Him even more. And that is what God asks us to do. He says to us, come, let us reason together, though your sins be as red as scarlet they shall be as white as snow. You find that in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Mayu, I want to say thanks for taking the time today to share your story with us. So my listeners, my guest today has been Mayu Takeda. She is the Youth Ministries Director of the Tokyo Central International Seventh-day Adventist Church. Now, Mayu, just before we go, do you have any 
final words to share with our listeners? Any parting words? I am very happy if what I have just shared encourages those who are listening to this. And may what I have shared give an honor to God. Let's encourage each other and deepen our relationship with Him until His coming. Thank you very much. May God bless you. You've been in tune to Upward Way. Do join us again next week when we'll have another interesting guest sharing his or her story of faith. You can subscribe to weekly episodes on Apple, Spotify, List Notes, and Podcast Guru, or go to the App Store and download the AWR app. Additionally, you can go to our Upward Way Facebook page where you can also listen to this podcast. And please leave a comment. Share your feedback so that we can be engaged. Until then, I am Marlon Walters saying goodbye. May God bless you. You've been listening to the Upward Way podcast, the number one audio production show for people who want encouragement and reassurance in a muddled world.